0: I'm Abby and I'm Allie and it's about About time time for true crime crime. hey how y'all doing what's going on how was your week um what was your favorite thing that you ate this week for me I think it was a cold one um I cracked open yesterday and it being a capri sun
1: oh my god was it pacific cooler oh yes you know it was it's the
0: only good one right the fruit punch sucks i'm not a fruit punch person no
1: remember those drinks oh god someone's gonna remember this that like looked like they came in those like you know the barrels yeah the wooden barrels but they're like the plastic barrels
0: oh they had fruit punch no i think so okay i feel like i liked that one do we all know that blue and pink are the best flavors of things always okay as long as we're all on the same page
1: there's other options. Orange can literally get dumped down the sink. That's disgusting. And
0: usually yellow for me. Oh, I'll ew. be real.
1: I hate like, it's always like lime or something like yes, that. Yes, and like it's that. not good. No, it's terrible. It doesn't feel
0: like I'm drinking lemonade. It feels like I'm drinking like Pledge cleaner.
1: Mixed with like warm pee. Yeah. That's and you're like, mmm. Like, mmm, delicious. Thanks. This is worth the calories. Wow,
0: refreshing. Love it. Pee.
1: Mmm. <laughs> Yum. But well, that took a turn. <laughs>
0: Actually, you said that, and as a kid, my mom and I used to go to like this quilting store that she liked a lot, and right next door was this store that had like super like cheap snacks or whatever, and they always had the barrels, but they also always had these like very very specific like snack bar type things, and I couldn't find them anywhere else and now I'm like on a hunt for them.
1: You should go back to the quilt store I should that'd be like a. Expensive plane ticket for a...
0: Oh, whatever. Little candy bar thing. You know, those commercials that are like... The airfare, $700. The taxi home, $50. But the taste of that granola bar? (laughs) Priceless.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I feel like it's not worth the $800 you're describing. It is
0: not. It is not. (laughs) Oh, no. But the barrel juice might be.
1: (laughs) Well, on the topic of drinks... You guys know how I've been telling you guys about the Ratchet Dunkin' Donuts near where I live. Uh,
0: I love the Ratchet Dunks.
1: So I went there today. I was already running late for work, and I was like, you know what? What's a few more minutes? Right. So I pull in, and the drive-through line is like out to the street, basically. (laughs) So I was like, I could wait in that, but I won't. So I parked, and I went inside, and the there were three employees two of them were like at each other's throats literally Oof. like full on screaming at each other one again again and it wasn't even the same people like i know the woman who <sighs> like rage quit like she's gone she's long yeah. gone people that were yelling back at her over the mic and everything are still there but it, they weren't there today so 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 they're this was new people. this was a different person oh my so gosh <laughs> so <laughs> they're yelling at each other and they're like well where the fuck is the grubhub order and I, have no, I didn't know they did that and so there's like the, the really nice one who always talks to me i saw yeah. her and i was like oh hey she wasn't the one getting yelled at or yelling nice and i was like how are you doing she goes it's my birthday I was like what a fucking terrible birthday what a way to spend it with people just like
0: fucking each other up
1: seriously and so the lady was like what do you want and i told her my order and then she asked me damn
0: peace and quiet thanks
1: and then i told her my order like all nice and then she like huffed and puffed and gave it to me and then was like next and she didn't like i was like okay do you want me to pay or and she ignored me and so i left so i got a free coffee out of it (gasps) hell yeah but like was it worth it no no and then this mom of like three comes in with like you know three kids under the age of 10 and i like mouth to her like what the fuck (laughs) and she her eyes got big she's like oh my god what's going on in here like she just about walked out honestly Um, i don't blame her i mean will i go back yeah yeah yeah, of course i will (laughs) america runs on dunks i mean seriously and you know what with all of that the ratchetness that goes on in there is ridiculous But they make my coffee consistently good every day and at a dunks right now.
0: That's impressive. That's high standing. That's hard to find. Honestly, I feel like they're the kids that would get a scholarship out of merit, but not out of need. Like (laughs) they're doing very well, but they shouldn't be.
1: (laughs) No, they just don't have enough to compete with. And I'm sorry, but Starbucks is too expensive.
0: I love Starbucks. Um, The only reason Starbucks is not too expensive for me is actually because I got their credit card.
1: You did
0: what? Yes, they have a credit card. And it's... uh, Don't laugh at me. It's literally got an annual fee. But everything that you buy gets you stars. So like half of my coffees are free now.
1: Okay. But an annual fee? How much is that? How many coffees could that buy you? It's like 60.
0: But they gave me 3,000 stars. So... That's like to lot. start it and it's 150 for co- like a full coffee oh shit razzle dazzle as you want
1: i use my dunks app and it crashes every time i need it yeah it's like it's great on my way there and then i go to show it and it's like you need g- to update g- it i'm g- like g- really because g- g- i g-
0: d- yeah. did that last week but okay mine does that a lot and it also logs me out a lot and when i was in college <laughs> i could never remember my password oh, No, no so I always just made new Dunks accounts and now there's like eight different ones to <laughs> choose from on my app. Oh my god when goodness. I go to log in and I can never remember the last one that I
1: used. But that's like like you know when you like squirrel away twenty bucks and you find it and it's like ooh, it's like if you log into yes. one of those accounts and it still has money on it. It's, ooh.
0: I know, that is fun. It's like finding ten bucks in your jeans.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Simpler times.
1: Well, what we're gonna talk about today is fucking awful. It's true. It's just all bad. I and mean,
0: I can say it's true because it's a true crime podcast. Yeah. Um, but I did not say it's true that it was awful because I don't know it. I'm sure it is awful. I believe you. But
1: Abby does not know the story we're about to talk about.
0: And I'm but very it is excited. Horrible.
1: It's just it's all around bad. And it doesn't. Oh, end, no. It doesn't like end on a happy note. You know how I try to like pick things that will end on a mm-hmm. happy note. This one does not.
0: OK, so maybe uh, I rescind the excited. But I'm in it. I'm yes. cooked in already. I guess I'm here for the ride. Yeah, you're buckling up, buttercup. Um, but it is nice, though, to do the like ones that we don't know, because I will say in and around the John JonBenet series, as fun as it is for me, and as much as I know about this case now, I'm kind of like, ah, new crime.
1: Yes, refreshing, different. <laughs> A little sampler, if you will. Ooh. Well, today, what I want to do is I want to start... With an update from a case that I've already covered. Ooh, awesome. So the last time you guys heard from me, yeah. we did the Riley Whitelaw case. Yeah. And that was very recent. That took place in Colorado. That happened in June, and it's an ongoing case. Right. So at the time of when I recorded it, the information that we just talked about in that episode was the most that was available. Mm-hmm. There has since been some updates, so I want to share those with you. Hooray. Um, not really. They're horrible. Oh, jeez. Um... So, um, her autopsy was performed. Okay. She had been stabbed more than 40 times. Oh. So she's the one in Walgreens. Yeah. With that was the killed in her break room.
0: Older guy. Yeah.
1: Who was creeping on her. And
0: allegedly did a bunch of shady shit.
1: Yeah. He was trying to get with her. She turned him down. She asked for different shifts. It seems like they tried to accommodate that at first and then didn't. And then.
0: He's 11 years older, right?
1: Yeah. Significantly older.
0: Yeah, She had a boyfriend.
1: He wasn't happy about it. Like, a whole long-ass thing. So, now that they've been able to, I don't know, have some more time to investigate everything. I mean, it's pretty certain it's him, obviously. Yeah.
0: Um, Allegedly. He just
1: had a hearing in August, and then he will have another one in mid-September. So, I will keep you guys updated on that. Okay. But, overall they found that she was stabbed more than 40 times and the stab wounds were focused mostly like on her face
0: goodness on
1: her chin her neck and her chest so it was pretty much entirely upper body and there was a lot of defensive wounds on her arms and hands from where she tried to shield her face and her neck good girl but um the most damning wound was the one to her throat where it pretty much Mm -hmm. just cut it all open it was pretty horrific and not that it was the injury that killed her but she did have um like blunt force injuries to her head too so
0: you're telling me a blunt force to this drama you are fucking horrible i'm so sorry it's so bad i have my brain just like short circuits to comedy that's awful you
1: mean a pork fried this rice <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yeah so there's more to come and we'll find out more in september it's nothing's super concrete yet but right anytime i get any kind of update i will let you guys know so that was a horrific update and then we're gonna go into a horrific story how do you like that i like
0: it um the only other thing i'm gonna say is i'm almost impressed and impressed in like a there's a difference between fame and infamy i am the infamy version of impressed 40 stab wounds is a lot oh yeah no but that, that is so rage filled yeah that is, it, it feels manic. Like, it's like manic-driven. <laughs> it stapping. was so
1: angry and rage-filled. And I'm just sure it was because she, what, didn't want to fuck you, dude?
0: Yeah, sorry. She's a child in high school. Yep.
1: Yeah. <gasps> who, okay. pr- who probably did more damage, like, not, I wouldn't say it, like, realistically like this, but, like, did more damage by being nice to him right like because she probably she was nice to everybody i mean like i teared up reading her obituary that was how kind kind and good of a person that she was and i'm sure that she offered kindness to him initially and then when you get that uncomfortable feeling from someone Mm -hmm. you are supposed to trust that recognize that and then work with that and she tried to she tried to remove herself from the situation she didn't Change jobs, nor should she have to. Right. She requested from management that she be moved to a different shift. I mean, what more could she have done at that time? And it still resulted in her being killed in a Walgreens
0: fucking break room. Like, I think I would actually, from beyond the grave, shit myself if the place I was killed was on break at work.
1: Like, I already didn't want to be at work.
0: No. What? Now I'm going to have to, like, haunt the place? have got unfinished business with your dumbass. it's just it's so terrible i don't and have time for this seeing <laughs>
1: what she had had set up for herself like her future yeah. was so bright and she just seemed so kind and uh, i could go back down that whole rabbit hole again but there really isn't any more r- new information again it's all to come these things take time okay Um, So I'm going to have all the sources that I used for the case that we're going to talk about. Everything's linked below, but also there'll be a separate section for like the updates on Riley's case too. So you'll be able to see both should you want to.
0: Awesome. That's so helpful. Thank you.
1: But today I'm going to talk to you guys about a different case. We are going to be talking about a murder pact in Florida. Hell yes. As we talked about in the last episode that we had i did just spend some time in the sunshine state and i wanted to do a case from there i also
0: really like all of the different news articles with florida men oh my god this feels appropriate, this feels right, no offense of Florida, a little offense of Florida.
1: So I was so confused because I'm like, does more crime just happen in Florida? Like there is some wacky shit that goes on there with the Florida man. And if you guys don't know, type into Google Florida man and then pick a date. Pick yeah. your birthday, pick your anniversary. Whatever any, any what date that you want. And see what the goddamn Florida man did.
0: I and think my birthday a Florida man ate like an alligator face. Ooh pretty sexy of him i mean that's pretty cool i don't mind that right and
1: (laughs) i was like does that shit only happen there i mean obviously like the gator shit probably like it's not happening up here in new england but apparently i think they've got like different laws based on what their media is allowed to cover
0: oh so i think
1: it's like a lot looser
0: that's really weird i guess it makes sense though isn't it yeah but um what did this Florida man do?
1: This Florida family.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Did some shiz.
0: Okay, say things on it.
1: Okay, so I'm going to give you this little, like, tidbit of information, and then we're going to jump back in time. Okay. And then we're going to work our way forward. Again, I'm on the Tarantino kick of so like, starting in the
0: middle. We're going to zoom in. We're going to do a pause. I bet you're wondering how I got here. Whoop. And back up, yes, just like the Emperor's New Groove. I love it. Oh my God, yes, that's
1: exactly what's happening. Cusco,
0: the poison for Cusco. Cusco's poison.
1: I'm done with you. The poison to kill Cusco. Stop it. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. You're not talking. Why'd you do that? I'm just kidding. I wanted to make fun of you. In the early morning hours of Sunday, January 24th, 2016, dispatchers received a 911 call from a male party reporting that there were three dead bodies in his apartment.
0: That's a lot of dead parties for one apartment.
1: Yes. Three too many, actually, if you uh, ask me. But In fact. You know, yeah. to each his own. Um, so that's where I'm going to leave you. So that's January 24th, 2016, 911 call, three dead bodies in my apartment. Okay. Okay let's jump back in time sure so we're going to be talking today about tammy maudlin okay and patrick carlopoli okay he's an italian i'm, I'm guessing
0: yeah, I'd, I'd guess that
1: for must be italian must
0: be italian
1: it's an award okay <laughs> um so let's chit chat about tam girl real quick so she was tammy joe actually so she was born Cham- tammy joe lewis She was born in Indianapolis, Indiana on March 28th, 1972. Okay. Tammy graduated from high school in 1990, and then she attended the University of Southern Indiana. She graduated with a degree in political science in 96.
0: Okay, smarty. She
1: gave birth to her first child, a daughter, in August of 1999 with her then husband, Mark Maudlin. Okay. So, Tammy Jo Lewis is now tammy maudlin okay she has a daughter that they name montana oh so it's montana maudlin and when montana was still a toddler tammy and mark divorced but tammy kept his last name so she went by tammy maudlin okay so a few years after her divorce tammy moved to orlando florida to start anew sure thing and this is where she met patrick carlopoli some background okay. on Patrick, even though it's a little bit sparse, is that he was born June 7th, 1988, and is originally from Las Vegas, Nevada. Does
0: that make him a Gemini? Mm,
1: yes. Nice. Nice. Well, no, because he's got the two, right? That the twins that are like two sides of you?
0: Gemini? I don't know. Probably. I think that's what I it think is. that's what it is. Uh oh, Patrick. Well, that much that. That
1: might be a little bit pertinent. I'm just saying. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, put a little pin in that. Okay. So he was from Vegas. And then at the time that he met Tammy, he was also living in Orlando because he had left Nevada due to a quote, falling out with family. But there's no information about what that was. Whatever, he wanted to get away sure so it seemed like they both sort of wanted a fresh start and a new place and that's where they met each other and they hit it off and eventually patrick even began um tutoring montana and math when she that's was like growing up she had trouble with math and he would like spend extra time and make sure that her homework was done and i'm nervous like that. to
0: say that's sweet but that's sweet yeah she'd be nervous about that
1: okay so They grew more serious over time and the couple moved from Orlando to Fort Myers because Patrick was transferring schools.
0: Oh, I thought that's just because Fort Myers is the more serious town than Orlando.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh no. So sorry. He was going to school for mechanical engineering and he was working as a waiter at an Outback Steakhouse to support himself. So he was going to school full time but he was working. And it was said at this time that Tammy wasn't working, but was collecting disability checks. And every single article that I saw about her mentioned that she was collecting disability checks, but no one would comment on what that disability was or why or anything like that. So all I know is she did have some sort of income, but she wasn't like going to work. Okay. So I have no idea how she qualified for disability. But for some reason, literally everything I saw was like, he worked at the Outback. She got disability they lived here it was just it was very odd so anyway that's so hmm. okay continue a little weird so in 2012 tammy gave birth to their daughter who they named jean so uh it was jean carlopoli
0: Billie jean.
1: and they were still living in fort myers at this time so they lived on iona lakes avenue i don't know if i'm saying that wrong I'll correct myself later if I did. Iona, so, Tammy was yeah. I o like ion mm-hmm. a,
0: like weird, I- like Iowa but Iona. Iona, Iona. Iona, no youona.
1: Iona, I hardly know a. <laughs>
0: wow, can you tell we're so overtired? Okay. Can you also tell that I'm rubbing off on Allie? Too bad. It this only is- took multiple years of seeing each other more than forty hours a week. Oh
1: my good god. I was doomed from the start. Okay. So Tammy was 43 years old and Patrick was 28 years old. So.
0: Okay. So that's not as bad as I was thinking originally. It's not
1: terrible, but it's I think.
0: Still significant.
1: They're definitely different life stages. Yeah. I mean, he's still in his 20s. Yeah. I'm in my 20s. I don't think I'm dating anyone that's 43, but that's just me.
0: That aura. That or your fiance uses
1: really good skincare, right? (laughs) And I need
0: it like ASAP.
1: (laughs) Give me your secret, seriously. What's up with that? Okay, so I want to note here Mm -hmm. that neither of them, Patrick nor Tammy, had any history of violence at least, reported history of violence. Patrick didn't have like any criminal record at all, from what I could tell, not even a parking ticket.
0: Damn, and that was
1: either like in Nevada and in Florida. And Tammy had only a citation for not paying a Florida toll back in 2015. Oh, okay. So, we're in 2016 now. Right. Now, we're talking about this is when the crime happened, and that was the only other thing that they have. Damn. Okay. So, DCF and all other child welfare agencies didn't have concerns about the home. Right. Put that that way. So, let's fast forward to January of 2016. Okay. Montana is 16 years old and Jean is three and it would be turning four in February. Oh. So, that 911 call we talked about earlier? Uh. Yeah, that was made by Patrick. Uh. And when deputies arrive on scene, they find Patrick standing outside of his apartment in clothes that are covered in blood. Oh, cute, 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 cute. And he is quoted as saying, like, very flatly, there and there. Like, they are in there and, like, pointed to the apartment. Oh. And stayed outside, like, on the lawn. Cute, cute, cute. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was it. And the investigators enter their home, and they find an absolutely horrific scene. <laughs> they find Tammy Maudlin in her bed, mm-hmm. deceased. And beside her on the bed was Montana Maudlin, who was 16, mm-hmm. deceased. They both had suffered gunshot wounds to the head.
0: Oh, my gosh. And
1: the murder weapon was found between their bodies on the bed. Moving throughout the apartment, they found three-year-old Jean deceased. No. She had suffered significant stab wounds, and some reports say that her throat was slit. She was three. (sighs) She was three. They also found the family's dog, who was a three-year-old Chihuahua Jack Russell mix named Milo. His throat had also been slit. What? All around horrifying, gruesome, disgusting, unimaginable. I'm sure that those responding officers are still haunted by that. And nightmares and night terrors. I I can't grasp that. What that is like. So, obviously, Patrick is questioned. And he didn't deny involvement. But he did also tell investigators something that shocked them. He said that it was a murder-suicide pact and that he was unable to complete it. He said that he killed the family dog and that Tammy stabbed their three-year-old daughter, Jean, to death and also slit her throat and that Tammy shot their 16-year-old daughter, Montana, and then she handed the gun to Patrick asked him to shoot her, he did so. And when it was time for him to turn the gun on himself, he hesitated. And he said he couldn't do it. He dropped the gun between Tammy and Montana on the bed. He went outside, got his cell phone, called 911. And that was the, the call that we talked about in the beginning here.
0: What is my face like right now?
1: You have absolutely no idea what the
0: fuck's going on. I'm so annoyed. I'm so mad. I'm definitely confused. You're right. Yeah, no, it's because it doesn't make sense. Because Because it's telling me that this woman stabbed her child, Mm -hmm. both of her children. Yeah, she killed both her kids. Well, stabbed one, killed the other one, and then um, couldn't shoot herself. Yep, she gave the gun to him, said, Hey, can you do this for me? Hey, babes. Um, Cute little act of service. Shoot Mm -hmm. me right here, right now. Yep. Right now. Um, And then you, babe. Yeah. And then your turn. Together five ever. And then we'll be all set. And then he was like, oh, shit. Well. So he's saying she was able to do all that while he slashed a dog. Okay. Which, by the way, fuck you, guy. But okay.
1: Oh, yeah. No. And this is going to just get worse. So. (laughs) Oh, goody. You still buckled up? Yeah. Okay. So he said that Tammy had suffered from severe paranoia and just days before the mur- the murders had posted on Facebook saying this I have suffered from depression my whole life I have taken a Sam's bottle Tylenol it is my time that's what her Facebook post was supposed to say and i'm thinking she means like Sam's bottle of Tylenol of like Sam's, Sam's the club yeah size. Sam's Club like the massive yeah size
0: bottles i'm like okay i like the idea that it was just a random guy named sam
1: like i took sam's bottle of tylenol <laughs> this is sam's he's responsible for that no like i will venmo you the. that's $6, not how that works but, but you know. <laughs> so nowhere could i find information about how anyone responded to this post so a lot okay. of the sources that i saw confirmed in this exact wording i have suffered from depression my whole life i have taken a sam's bottle of tylenol it is my time I've seen that everywhere. What I can't find is anyone's response to it. Did anybody call her?
0: So did that ever officially get posted? Is that what you'd said?
1: Yeah. So she did okay. post this to Facebook. And I believe... I mean, I'm sure it was removed by somebody right. after the fact. But this was only a few days before the murders. This was before? This was before. Okay. Like days before. And so what I don't know is if this was something typical of her to post, not that that's a reason not to check in or do something about it or act or whatever.
0: Right, but is it out of character? Yeah,
1: but was this severely out of character for her or would she often post things and delete them and post them and delete them? Like, would people not see them or something like that? I have no idea. Wouldn't, like, would her friends or family not call in to check in, call the police to check on her? I, I don't know. Okay. And that left a lot of unanswered questions for me and then a few days later she's dead and the same week that she's posted this on facebook patrick loses his job at the steakhouse so we talked about how he worked out like an outback right he gets laid off or fired or something there's not a whole lot about there about that yeah. available but by all accounts coworkers said he was a pleasant and just average guy okay so less than a week before the murders mind you so what i'm about to read for you is wordy but it is from the florida department of children and families so okay uh dcf and this was a report that was released july 5th 2017 so a little over a year after the murders okay and this is what's called a child fatality summary which i can't imagine having to be the one responsible for writing these can
0: you, Im- I can't, the fact that that is probably a template saved on somebody's Yeah, computer. and the fact that I've
1: only read the title of it in your stomach's turning. Mm-hmm. Okay, well,
0: hold on. All right, I'll hold on to my butt.
1: Hold on to it, buckle up. So, this is the child fatality summary for Montana and Jean. So, typically, like, if kids are killed at the same time, it's all in one report. Yeah. So, it reads... There is limited information due to the circumstances surrounding the death incident due to Mr. Carlopoli being the only survivor of the incident. Information for the child protective investigation was primarily provided by the detectives with the Lee County Sheriff's Office from the facts gathered during their initial interview with Mr. Carlopoli. During his interview, he advised that Ms. Maudlin was suffering from paranoid delusions leading up to the incident. He reports that the deaths were the result of a murder suicide pact between Ms. Maudlin, Montana, and himself. So he's saying that he Tammy, the sixteen year old, and himself. Okay? On january twenty fourth, twenty sixteen, the murders commenced with mister Carlopoli slitting the throat of the family dog. He relayed that Ms. Maudlin then murdered the two children. Ms. Maudlin utilized the knife to cause a fatal laceration to Jean's neck and inflicting a fatal gunshot wound to Montana's head. Mr. Carlopoli then took possession of the gun and fatally injured the mother. He advised that he could not go through with his suicide and decided to contact law enforcement to report the incident and turn himself in. So that was their official report. Okay. So on November 30th, 2016, Patrick pled guilty to the following charges. One count of murder, two counts of conspiracy to commit murder, two counts of... cruelty toward the child aggravated child abuse and one count of animal cruelty he was sentenced to 40 years in prison and will be eligible for release november 24th 2055 and he will be 67 years old Mm. so i want to take like a breather here because that was a lot that was horrific yeah that is a clusterfuck of pain sadness ruthlessness illness innocent stolen and lives taken before they were lived and all fucking preventable and horrible so there's a couple things that i want to talk about here first the photos of them okay so the photos of them that you can find online in my opinion are very deceiving because most of the photos of tammy are from her like high school slash college days where you can kind of tell it's like late 80s early 90s you can kind of tell um so she's very young she's in her late teens early 20s mid 20s but the photos of him are from 2016 when he was arrested and then since he's been incarcerated so you can find like the yearly photos that they take of inmates so you can find the 2022 photo of him now so you can see him now okay um So it looks like in photos that she's significantly younger than him because I think he looks older than he is, but that's not the case. She was older than him by a lot. There's just no recent photos of her. Yeah, that's fair. So just wanted wanted to make that clear. She was 43 and he was only 27 at this time. 27 turning 28. So I'll have photos of everyone on our Instagram page, but don't worry. You'll hear at the end how you can find us. So, okay, we just talked about the photos. Now I want to talk about the neighbors. Okay. Because after this happened, the neighbors had a lot to say. Ooh, love neighbors. Okay. So, Miss Lehman had walked her dog in the apartment complex every single day. Okay. Okay. And every day, she would see a little girl in the window of an apartment. And this is from an article from Naples News, just so you know. Again, everything's linked, but... Um, They have Miss Lehman quoted as saying she looked lonely leaning against the window her dark hair unkept She usually wore pajamas and then she said She that that she considered notifying authorities and she wishes she had but she didn't And she said quote, I never saw an adult with her. I never saw anyone with her She would lean against the window I would try waving at her because that's who I am and when I would wave she would sit down I thought maybe she's not supposed to be waving to strangers oh miss lehman was almost 70 just
0: walking her dog seeing a little baby there are a few things in this world that will like get my little heart going the way that a connection between an old woman and a young girl will like grandma and like young grandchild i know very cute and it's awful because she
1: she looked and she just kind of like had a feeling like what is going on like that kid doesn't look like a typical happy bubbly well and where are the parents you know you see this girl every single day alone but you don't see anybody really coming in or out of the house and you only see this little girl from behind closed doors that's strange right
0: yeah actually creepy as hell would probably make a really good horror movie
1: it probably has been made into one at this point oh so other neighbors who lived across the street said that they could hear them fighting loudly And that's a lot. If someone across the street can hear you fighting, I mean, I don't know, like, what these roadways looked like, but, like, how loud are you yelling at each other? Yeah, yeah, yowza. So, they would hear them, like, swearing at each other and viciously fighting. And another neighbor had said that they rarely saw anyone from that apartment, and when they did, they just didn't look happy. So, very few people would ever really be coming in and out of the house. Okay. So, they also noted that they found it odd that the family had so many security cameras. And then they also had... Like, not only did they have several cameras, but they also had several security systems. So So it's like having, like, simply safe and ADT
0: and Ring and... Like, that's a lot. And that was the apartment that Patrick and Tammy were living in? Yeah. They had all the security? They had all of this.
1: Okay. So So neighbors would notice, like, hey, the people that are always fighting and never leave have cameras, like, sticking out of the blinds. Right. And so... I'm going to read another um, section from the Naples news article that I was talking about. Okay. So this was like when they were talking to the neighbors said, they also had several video cameras sticking out of the blinds as if they were trying to monitor outside. Hmm. There was still a camera looking out the back window Monday afternoon next to an ADT sticker and the camera like wasn't the same brand it wasn't an EDT right camera so that's really odd to have so many security systems i mean i will always have a home defense system i research and look up and Murder. read about and <laughs> stay up all night learning about crimes like these that i will yeah. never not have that but what i don't ha- but i don't have 10 and you don't it's excessive you don't need 10 and also cameras facing like through the blinds like you normally like cover your doors cover some of your windows whatever but like a camera from like on the inside just sticking out to the window to like just look outside the window basically at the street or at people walking by right it's kind of eerie
0: well my thing is i almost wonder if they didn't have any and they just had all of the cameras to have a camera and like keep people out of their shit
1: well i don't know because Not that I saw any reports of this. This is just me trying to make sense of it. Right. If Tammy was as severely paranoid as Patrick described her, and as other people described her too, were the cameras her doing? That's possible. Because she was so concerned about what was going on outside the house. And was that maybe why the kids were never seen outside? Were they not allowed outside?
0: Or is that also i mean that would go hand in hand with like a disability
1: and that's what i'm saying and is that how she qualified because no one commented on that and from what i could tell you know again people have different abilities and they're not always visible right on the outside so i don't want to speak to say oh well she definitely didn't have a physical disability i don't know that But I couldn't find anything that like definitively said oh this is what it is so I'm I'm leaning toward was it a mental health concern was that what we're looking at here
0: well and I almost wonder if nobody commented on it because sometimes when you do have people that are so severely mentally ill it's so maladaptive they really can't do anything normal and I don't mean like anything as a blanket statement I just mean when your mental health gets that poor like it's really hard to just keep up and be a person so I wonder if they were all like oh yeah that makes sense like, we don't need to wonder why.
1: And could that be, could it have been such an extreme case that the kids were poorly cared for as a result? Right. Too. So, I'm trying to make sense of all of that because you can have mental illness and not do any of these things. Not Correct. a single one and be a functioning person and, well, you know, I I always hate how we are always like, oh, well, they're mentally ill. They must be crazy. No. No. Babes, I got all the
0: diagnoses. Not all of them, but a lot of them. But...
1: In this case, I think it lends some credit to like it, it just it starts to make sense in looking at that. So right. that's, that's where I'm leaning. But I could be wrong.
0: And I will say I don't want it to sound like severe mental illness is something that everybody knows and can see and that it appears the same in everyone. It's just that that amount of security cameras combined with what we know combined with what we don't know sure does open up a doorway to make it seem like that was a really really big concern
1: sure and then i also think okay let me look at the other side of this because you know me i have to try yep was he a severely abusive partner who wouldn't let her leave and maybe he set up cameras to not let her leave i mean he was the one that was like going to school and going to work coming and going i guess right even though no one really said they saw him much either but when they did he didn't look happy well yeah was that in an effort to keep tabs on them you know was tammy told you are not to leave the house and here are all these cameras set up so that i'll know if you do
0: or is it like uh i'm worried you're cheating on me now i know everybody who comes in and out of the house like there are just a lot of different control tactics that you can do with that many cameras
1: and then you consider like if no one saw montana leaving like she's a 16 year old girl isn't she not hanging out with her friends yeah she's not going to school no one's seen her get off the bus or driving home or anything. For a long time, they were saying she wasn't even registered in school. That's so strange. She's 16. Yeah. So to say, like, there were things going on in this house that should not have been going on in this house. Yeah, it's fair. Like, that's, that's accurate. But I don't know what the motives were. Right. And who did what.
0: And so I, I, I know I'm getting hung up on it. I just really have a hard time believing that she could stab a three-year-old that she gave birth to and shoot her 16 year old in the head from what they found in evidence though. She did. Holy hell.
1: Which, holy hell, which lends credit to the other things that Patrick says. Yeah. How significant was she? How significantly was she struggling? Right. And how long was it untreated and how long did it build up? Right.
0: And what other, what other things happened behind closed doors before we got to this point? Yeah. All the
1: cameras face outside, not inside. That's the hardest part. And other neighbors had, like, commented and said that they had seen, like, so one of them had accidentally gotten Patrick's mail, like, it had been delivered to their apartment instead. Right. So he went to just give it to them. So he yeah. knocked on the door. They answered, blah, blah, blah. He said, like, just in the doorway could see that their apartment was an absolute disaster. Oh. And beyond having a thre- having a three-year-old and a 16-year-old. Which would be messy enough. It wasn't like a typical mess. It was like, this is unhealthy. Unwell. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we have for that. So that's the neighbors. And then I want to move into Patrick's brother, who was
0: Noah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know what guy. Oh, no. <sighs> I'm <So> trying. <laughs> you guys, I am trying. <laughs> Noah
1: said um, that they were as close as two brothers can get and that his brother quote wouldn't hurt his daughter meaning Jean. Mm -hmm. um and he said that they talked regularly so noah was younger than patrick actually like significantly younger so patrick was 27 28 at this time noah was 18 ish 17 18 ish at this time so there's 10 years between them oh wow but he went to high school at the same time as montana and when montana was going to school They would, like, hang out. They were friends. Like, they were, like, you know, related, basically. That's cute. And kind of weird, but cute. And so, in the same Naples News article that I talked about before, um, he said of Montana, she was bright. She had a bright future. She was just cool. She was artistic. She was fun to be around. She didn't deserve it.
0: Imagine being like, hey, guys, uh, welcome to fourth period. This is my uncle. (laughs) he's yep. gonna sit and lunch with us they'll be like that, that guy's the same age as you babe mm-hmm. terrifying i mean funny as hell but terrifying right
1: <laughs> you know it's just like like she's closer in age to her stepdad than her mom is yeah to her own husband
0: yeah do you know what
1: i mean like yeah, montana's icky. closer in age to patrick than tammy and patrick right I'm not saying there aren't ways that that can be functional. I'm saying in this case, sure shit wasn't, although I don't think it was the age that did it in. but Yeah, it sounds like there were some more important factors there that were playing bigger roles. Yes, but moving along, um, when he was talking about, so he talked about his brother Patrick and saying he would never do this. And then when he was asked about, okay, what was the marriage like between Tammy and Patrick? Mm-hmm. And there was a short while where he lived with them Oh, okay, for a little bit yeah um I th- he may have had a falling out with the same fa- like parts of the family <laughs> i don't know but right. he had stayed in florida with them for a little bit and then he had ended up staying with like a different family member later so it wasn't long but it was enough to get a sense of what their relationship was like right so he said that they had been having off and on problems for a while okay and that it was like she changed him and tried to control him and it quote wasn't going good for him at all if he never met her i think he would be safe right now oh yeah and that was from a different article i think it was like from kgw dot something hold on kgw.com Yikers. so this tells me that at least some of patrick's family didn't think he was capable of this and believed that she had to be the bad influence yeah and that maybe her struggles with her mental health had manifested into something that was severely impacting him too again we can't ask tammy or montana or gene or even little milo oh i know so then on the other hand we have tammy's Mm. father and she's saying well she wasn't capable of this either and she wouldn't hurt her kids and he had said that Um, his name is Donald, Donald Lewis. Tammy's father said everything was fine and she went down there to get a fresh start in life. The only thing is she was in the wrong place and the wrong time with the wrong person. And he said that wrong person was Patrick. He said, I've known my daughter for 40 something years and I don't know a thing about him. What I would like to do is get inside of his head and find out what the hell happened. Oh. The rest of Tammy's family didn't respond to requests for interviews. And I credit that to just being grief-stricken and not wanting cameras or mics in their faces. Right. And also, it was... They just lost Tammy and both of Tammy's kids.
0: Yeah. That would be pretty fucking devastating. I don't
1: think I would want to go and sit and talk with a stranger about that.
0: No. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm having a great day. This is definitely where I want to be. No.
1: No, exactly. And so that's where it stays patrick is incarcerated his family believes that she was the mastermind he says that you know it was her doing he agreed to it but he also says that montana was in on it so it wasn't like they had to catch her off guard and kill her she was in on the pact again
0: we can't ask her i don't know i think my concern and my obviously i am devastated this is an awful case but I think where my true frustration lies especially with the kids element is like a if you have kids they're your responsibility you brought them into the world you're gonna have to help them navigate it just suck it up and do it but also if they're under 18 like let's think about this if they can't be held responsible for their own actions like in a court of law which 18 okay yes she could be but She's still a baby. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I would not... Wait, you said she was 16 when this happened, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry, not 18. But, I mean, 16-year-olds, yeah, they could be juveniles. They could be tried in an adult court, but probably not. If my kid is in high school, I'm sorry. I'm not killing you because you want me to. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but if you're already hurting yourself, and you're you're of this, for whatever it was that they had agreed on again we know that they made a pact but i can't find motive
0: i have found so many examples of people that are mentally ill that hurt themselves that would never hurt a child mm-hmm. and that i think is what really gets me here because obviously mental illness is different and the severity is different for everybody but it's like let, let's use some ground like grounded information connected to the real world let's not do this to the children there's a three year old well and in some cases they also
1: feel like the they will be better off without me and so that's why i am going to do this to myself right but they don't want that to impact the kids, their children
0: which never happens it always impacts our kids but like of,
1: uh, horrifically
0: yeah but it's <sighs> it bothers me some like the idea that it's i know you're not saying it's permissible okay but like the fact that it's quote unquote okay because she was in on it yep and the other thing that makes it hard for me to believe maybe it's not that i necessarily don't believe that tammy would do that to jean but it is very interesting to swap the method So where the dog was like the dog's throat was slashed and the baby's throat was slashed and she was stabbed and then the other two women were shot, that to me says two different offender typologies. I would believe it if Tammy shot Montana and then herself or if Patrick shot both Tammy and Montana and Tammy had killed Jean and the dog. But it's super weird to me that both of them would use a gun and a knife.
1: Yeah. And I mean, how did you... Like, it sounds awful to say this, but like, how did you choose? How did you decide that, okay, this one's the knife and this one's the gun and this one... You know what I mean? It's just... You dress straws or... how How does that happen? How do you get to that point? And I mean, they were able to prove that Tammy did pull the trigger. I mean, she did kill her 16 year old daughter right he also it was confirmed that he pulled the trigger too he killed tammy so what the hell is up with the stack? how did we get here and why did we slit throats where the fuck did that like did you not have enough bullets were you afraid of like neighbors or someone intervening before you were done
0: right or even just like the other thing that always comes to my mind, and I'm sure you think about this too, is oftentimes when it comes to like profiling, we learn that a lot of stab wounds usually has some indication of like a sexual gratification component for someone who's impotent. Mm-hmm. It's that same kind of power and control and thrusting motion, you. Um, but. Ew. It's so interesting to see just such different methodologies because if I saw two people shot in their bed execution style I'm thinking okay that's a hitman if I'm seeing a baby whose neck is torn open and is and, stabbed
1: and stabbed I mean that's
0: that's a lot
1: It's murder's violent like there's no you know like these this situation is violent regardless but the
0: lowest on the spectrum is violent but the That's not at the same point on that spectrum. But you
1: stab a three-year-old? I don't even... I don't have words for that. I just don't have words for that.
0: What do you... And... Now, I'm, again, not a mortician. Not an autopsy technician. None of that. But my brain always goes to, like, isn't a shot in the head quicker and more painless for this human being that you love? Like, what, what is that? Is it, I don't know if it's true, but I remember when I was growing up, there was always this like thing going on that if you die or get your head cut off, you're still alive for like three seconds afterwards. Oh. I don't know if that was true.
1: I thought that was like chickens, like their bodies would still.
0: Well, their bodies would run. Yeah. But I've heard for humans, like our brains still go for like three <sighs> minutes
1: but you sever the brain stem. Mhm.
0: Um but it's just like I hope that that's not true. I hope that that 3-year-old didn't have to live seeing whoever it was stab her.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't and we don't ha- we don't have answers. And I I mean try we have his story.
0: Right. And what do they say about stories, right? The truth mm-hmm. is usually somewhere in between all the sides. Mhm. So Right now, all we have is his. We don't even know what way it would have gone if we got the other ones, Absolutely. And maybe that's the other thing. I have a really hard time just trusting people in general, but... Or a lone survivor. That too. Especially when it's murder. If you're the only person talking, you are the person who gets to make that entire story up. And you know what? In his story, and if it is true, it is an awful, awful thing to have to go through. But... He also participated. And if it's not true, man, he's got a good story. And the thing is, is he,
1: he didn't start this by saying, I had nothing to do with this. And then it snowballed into, well, I did, but I did this. And right. then I, d- he, fl- he was transparent. Into- I mean, he called 911 on himself. Right. He waited outside. He didn't go back into the apartment. He didn't try a suicide by cop, which a lot of people do in that situation especially if the end result was that he he himself wanted to die but he didn't have the capability of pulling the trigger on himself right then that's another route that unfortunately people take and he didn't do that he went outside he it's like waiting on your front steps like just waiting let them go in let them arrest him and then told them exactly what happened it wasn't
0: like he was fighting that well and that's to me that adds to credibility obviously actions are backing up words and yay for dna because we can tell for sure those things it's just nuts and it doesn't make any sense like i can't piece it together there's no motive there's no clear direction of how it went there's no telling if he's telling the truth or if he's crafting something up
1: yeah we're not gonna know no and so although
0: Perhaps if he had taken the gun, there wouldn't be anything linking him to it. And he could have left, but I still... They were so intertwined. I don't think he could have gotten out of that. So even if he did do it...
1: no. You know what I mean? This was like... This was missionary. This was like... Right. This was a means to an end for whatever reason. And again, we don't know the motive. We don't know why... They all wanted to, or at least him and Tammy right? wanted to take their own lives and the lives of their children. We don't know what purpose that was serving for them or what they thought they were gaining as a result, but whatever it was, was enough for him to not run away. Right. It was just, okay, I couldn't complete it. So... So, Can't rip me, thing. I guess. Yeah. So, in these cases, God. I'm never and abby will never present anything as heavy and as horrific without offering some resources
0: yeah yeah
1: so everything is linked in our show notes i also want to add that um, on our instagram page i have some highlight reels that have some national resources available and i try to just do national for the united states because that's where most of our listener base is although we we see you in europe hi hey
0: scotland but i
1: also think that you can start there and then filter through zip code and state and things like that and honestly if you need help like i'd be happy to look into them yeah honestly but i do want to just encourage you that if you are struggling with suicidal thoughts or ideation please dial 988 which is the new emergency mental health resource line. We have that listed um, in our highlights and listed below. Um, Also, for more information on mental health resources, uh, you could visit SAMHSA.gov, and that's spelled S-A-M-H-S-A.gov. The National Domestic Violence Hotline, which we've talked about before on this podcast is um, 800-757-3224. Again, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 800-757-3224. Or you can text the word START to 88788. All of these and more will be listed below in our show notes.
0: And I'm just going to throw a little asterisk in there and tell you guys, if you ever listen to something quite like this and it's just heavy and you can't deal with it, It's okay to get a therapist. It's okay to reach out to one of those lines. If you're not in like severe crisis, there are some other mental health hotlines that we can post that are not emergency based, but 988, we should be going to for as much as we can. Um, the more we use it, the more resources it'll be able to afford and get later. So I'm really trying to push that because I think sometimes people forget it can't grow until people start using it. Um, But it's responsible to take care of your mental health. You are not being a burden. You are not overreacting. It's hard to listen to. It's hard to come to terms with. And if you're anything like Allie and I, I know part of our fascination with it is fully anxiety. Like, if you can know what the worst is that happens, you can know how to prepare for the worst situations. And it doesn't mean it's not going to happen or suck or whatever. But there's some... There's a reason and I think it's also partially a survivalist reason that we're into this kind of thing. And it does not make you weird or wrong or doing it to yourself if you are uncomfortable and need to take a breather or call someone.
1: Absolutely. And I think another thing that I want to encourage you to utilize should you need to is actually psychologytoday.com. Hell yeah. You can filter... Um, through a lot of things on psychology today actually but you can enter your zip code and you can enter the insurance coverage that you have and it will populate a list of providers around or in your zip code that accept your insurance you can also look for support groups on there so Mm -hmm. you can filter to look for grief counseling and and, aa na smart recovery you can type those things in you can look for clinicians that specialize in issues that you've identified you'd like to work on
0: yeah they have ones that are labeled as lgbtq plus friendly they have ones that um you can filter through gender and there's even a non-binary option which i thought was pretty cool i didn't
1: know that yeah they also have ones like for like veteran um focused or first responder focused you can do ptsd you can do cptsd if you oh my gosh You know, you can do anger issues. You can do anxiety,
0: depression, um, disordered eating. And, you know, the... My personal favorite part about Psychology Today, this isn't even sponsored. We just use it all we day just, long. We love Psychology Today to get people connected with services. The other thing I really like about them is that in that drop down where you can filter through the things you want to look at, like the PTSD or anger management, you can click multiple and it will provide you with a list of counselors or clinicians who are equipped to handle all of those concerns.
1: It's not like it's like, well, you're either anxious, depressed so picked one. Like, it's like, oh, my God, I'm both and this question's (laughs) making it worse. And now I'm sad. So you can certainly do that. It's customizable. And I know I'm totally going off on a little bit of a rant here, but we do think it's important from time to time to remind anybody who's listening that those things are available to you. And it's just comforting to know that they're out there.
0: Well, and the other thing, too, is if you are someone who pays taxes, you pay for these resources. You deserve to get to use them. You deserve to get help when you need help. And, you know, even though we're the only country at this time that I know of who likes to link our healthcare to our jobs, you don't need healthcare to call 988.
1: No. And you can also, if you are, if you work for an agency that offers this, know that you also have an, like an employee assistance program.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely ask about that because a lot of places will, even if they don't have like a place you can go to for it, they'll give you like five free sessions if you find someone who honors EAPs.
1: Yeah. And. And normally you'll get moved to like a higher part of like a list if there's a waiting list because typically it's determined that it's urgent. Yeah. And so if there's like a six month waiting list, it, it might just, I don't know, maybe put you in the middle of that or something yeah. at the very least, if not, you know, the next day, I'm not really sure. It would definitely
0: depend on where you are. Not to be a mom about it, but get on the list because if it's six months now, I know it sounds long, but it's only ever going to get shorter if you get on that list um waiting sometimes makes it longer sometimes it doesn't but once you're on it people change insurance people change providers people change concerns people move change jobs all the time it's never going to be longer than it is once you get on it so just
1: put your name on that list okay you can also ask to be on a cancellation list if someone cancels for their appointment on wednesday and they call you on friday and say hey you want to come in on wednesday yeah sure
0: hell yeah you do
1: Frick ya. So I also want to talk about the sources that I used in the case that we just talked about.
0: Ooh, okay. Um,
1: Again, like I've said, I don't know, four times in this episode already, that everything's linked below in the show notes. Y'all should check that out. But these articles um, include ones from CBS News, News Press, CGW, Wink News, Warwick News, Naples News, and the state of Florida Department of Children and Families website. Nice. Mm. Whew, that was a doozy. I appreciate (sighs) you guys hanging out.
0: I want to end this on a good note.
1: Ooh, let's look up some Florida man.
0: Ooh, yes. I love this idea. Okay, guys, so to end this on the light note, Allie had the great idea of us both finding some Florida man
1: news headlines. If you guys don't know, the Florida man is basically just this series of arrests that like random people have been arrested for in Florida and they are some pretty crazy stories and it just kind of caught I don't know, caught on and <laughs> now it's a thing.
0: I also love how many there are and how they always say Florida man. It's not like Charlie, man. whatever and man in Florida. Yeah no, nope. it is just Florida the man capital
1: F Florida, capital M man.
0: So my first one is Florida man admits killing goat and drinking its blood for pagan sacrifice would still like to be Senator. Oh (laughs) no.
1: Well, mine is Florida man arrested for driving drunk while driving his lawnmower on a major road. And (laughs) he was quoted as saying, just take me to jail when asked if he wanted to do field sobriety. (laughs)
0: Florida man wearing mop on his head terrifies neighbors with demands for eggs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just give the man some eggs. Do you ever watch the Amanda show? It was Amanda, like,
0: Amanda, 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 Amanda. Amanda show.
1: And then it was like, I like eggs. Amanda, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this one's from 2017. Florida man desperate for a ride to Hooters calls 911. His name is Jonathan. Allegedly told nine one one dispatchers he needed a ride to the provocative eatery to help his grandmother, who was sick. They learned later that his grandmother was completely fine and he just wanted a ride to Hooters. <laughs> he was arrested for misusing nine one one.
0: Florida man suspected of using private plane to draw a giant radar penis. <laughs> <laughs> Florida man insists syringes pulled from
1: his rectum aren't his (laughs) (laughs) how'd they get there the world may never know truly oh Oh my gosh i love these
0: they're so good we should
1: do some like ways to make it lighter at the end of episodes
0: I, did you guys like that would that be fine with you like are you happy
1: with that or did you do, now be honest do you think the syringes up his butt were his or like
0: i think that like this girl that he like likes but was like too afraid to say it probably put him there and was like can you hold these for me and he was like yeah for sure for sure yeah and then
1: he sneezed and ooh, uh, uh.
0: And okay. then it was a good sneeze <laughs> and then it was a bad sneeze i'm done <laughs> you guys oh we gotta goodness. go
1: Thank you guys for tuning in. Let us know what you think.
0: Send if you, those
1: cat pictures. If you'd be so kind as to send those cat pictures and please send them to our email address.
0: Our email is about time, the numeric four TC at gmail.com. And you know what that is? That's A-B-O-U-T-T-I-M-E, the numeric four TC at gmail.com. Woo woo. So please do it because I... D- Dang it. I need to see your cat. And if you don't want them on our Instagram and that's why you're not sending them, that's fine. We won't put them there. But I need to see Mr. Whiskers, damn it.
1: Just let us know that you don't want them posted there. Please. We have like 10 snoots. I know. Like like in our little like drafts just waiting to be posted. So we'll do that soon. I promise. But we just just love all the kitties and we want to share them with you. And also you should just you should just follow us on our Instagram page because yeah. that's where we're gonna have updates on the cases that we're talking about. Again, that's where those resources that I talked about earlier um are hiding out in our highlight reels. Please feel free to screenshot, take those, do what you want with them. So our Instagram page mm-hmm. is about dot time dot the word, dot true dot crime dot pod. So that's about time for true crime pod with periods in between and yes it is the word not the number for,
0: for people
1: for people
0: so we hope that you guys had a good time listening to this if you can do that i mean um, yeah we always enjoy our time with you regardless of how bleak and upsetting the content is and we hope you guys have a good week
1: Have a fantastic week. Have a
0: great weekend. I hope you
1: do something fun. Try something new. If you're reading any good books, let me know. I'm getting into like my little reading season.
0: Ooh, love that. And also you guys, if you've been busy, take a show. Don't do, don't do shit. Practice some self-care. Watch some TikTok. Ew, I
1: don't have TikTok.
0: Okay, fight me.
1: Look at Instagram Reels.
0: Look at Instagram Reels and then send them to your friends, which are all the TikToks
1: that your friends watch on TikTok. And which is everything (laughs) that I flood Abby with. Nightly, at least,
0: and then I cackle for thirty minutes before I go to bed. So thank you.
1: You're welcome. Oh, oh and if you want to send any of those to us, please do too. Okay, I'm getting carried away. I need to end this. You we know, love you guys. We thank love you for you. tuning in. Tell
0: a friend. Uh, drink some water.
1: Oh my God, hydrate or
0: dehydrate. Check your watch. Do it. Oh, I just did, but you know what? Oh, I think that was about, about time, time for true crime. crime. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah.